What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Bassam Hanna podcast. I am very fortunate today to have a dear friend of mine, Amber Lee, join us. Uh, Amber is the co-founder and head, head? Yeah, yeah co- CEO, co-founder and CEO of Visual Country, which is a advertising agency that's been around since 2013. She has an incredible story that started with her making some very cool vines and then turning it into a multi-million dollar business. Uh, so when uh, we're going to pick her brain today and learn more about her path and uh, how she achieved her success. Amber, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So uh, maybe to start, you'll can you introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit more about what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Amber Lee. A little criminal on the socials because it's I'm ungoogleable otherwise. Um, but yeah, I started a studio, production studio called Visual Country, and we make short videos um, and photos for brands. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Let's. Well, that was a very uh, concise intro to who you are, so I want to unpack that a little bit. Uh, let's tell the people. Okay, where did where did you go to school? So. Okay, we, well, we went to school together. That's right. We yeah, did. we did. We were in the same class. Although I went to a lot of schools because okay, I didn't give me the history. start like, at people, Ivy. People want to get to know you. They want to get to know me. Yeah. Okay, well, it all started. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, my first year, I started in film and I played hockey at Concordia. Did you? Did yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was very good. <laughs> okay. I'm still pretty good. Um, That's the Canadian in you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I still skate. Okay. I still skate. So after hockey in Concordia, what brought you to... Yeah, so then I was in film and I was like, I liked it, but I also didn't like love it. Okay. Like in terms, I don't think I'm a filmmaker as I'm not a, like creative, but I liked the business and the art of it. And so I was like, I'm going to go to business school. Nice. So I transferred. And that's where we met. Were you a transfer in? Like third well, I transferred transfer? into Western. Right. I transferred into Western, yeah. and then I got waitlisted on Ivy. Okay. And I had to do OAC, so I'm older than you. I'm that at least is. two years older oh, than you. Geez, you're so old. I'm yeah. almost. I'm 40 this year. That's not old anymore. 40 is like the new 25. I know, but trust me, when you get there, you'll have some feelings, and we can talk I'm about it. I'm a year younger than you. Are you yeah. a year younger than me? I'm 85. Okay. No, yeah. you're two years. Okay. Yeah. Still. I'm 83. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You have that on me. I got you. I'm, I'm older than you, yeah. so I'm wiser. So listen, please listen. And I applied to Ivy and I got waitlisted because my credits, I didn't have like senior enough credits, they thought. Okay. I don't know. Because everything transferred, but they were like, we don't want, <laughs> we don't want your film studies. You know. You can't be an investment <laughs> banker with a film degree. Yeah. Like pass, like hard pass. Um, so I reapplied and honestly, I think I was going to get waitlisted again. I really did. And then I was dating this guy at the time cause I dated guys at the time. Okay. And I kind of like hustled my way into Ivy a little bit. Did you? Yeah. Do tell. Because, um, very kindly, his family were like friends with someone that went to Ivy. He was like on the board of admissions and it was like late. Like everyone had already started getting acceptances and they were like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And I was like, there's like two days left and there's probably piles of people and we all look really good and the same and like right. doing cool things and have good grades and yeah, like yeah. whatever, whatever. Um, and I was like, I'm going to get fucking waitlisted again. I was like, and they're like, well, we'll talk. If you want to talk to him, if you can set up a call, you can like talk to him and like, I don't know, just see what he says, you yeah. know? And he kind of just interviewed me for like an hour and I like told him who I was and what I did. And like the next day I got in. So 
they're very <laughs> lucky that they made that decision as Thank we you. like unpack the story. Okay, so we went to Ivy together. We spent third and fourth year literally attached. There's for those that don't know, Ivy is is like groups of 75 kids and the teachers move around. So we spend a lot of time with those 74 other people. So you get these very lifelong relationships that happen. Um, okay, so you we go through Ivy, we graduate. I graduate, yeah. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> uh, I did, then, but I did exchange, so. So did I. Yeah, yeah. where did you go? Uh, Belgium. Oh, right, right, right. right. Well, because I, I feel like we met up there or something because I was in the Netherlands. I for sure we did. How did we not? We just not remember. We, we spent so much time together. <laughs> We're like, I don't remember. Um, okay. Because so I was with Rich. I was with Rich. There. I did another, meet up with another. I did meet up with Ivy Boy. Sure. Um, okay. Right next door. So yeah. So then you. So we did exchange. We came back. Yeah. And then that's kind of where your life like zigged when everybody's at. <laughs> like you did something completely. Well, I started initially with the job that I got at Ivy because part of the reason you go to Ivy is to get a job, right? Okay. A nice job. job? <laughs> it was in Bev, and I was the a management trainee mm. for like, and there was like, I don't know, there was thousands of people that applied, and there was 14 of us that got in. Uh, funny story, I applied for InBev and I didn't get it. You didn't get it? I didn't get into the management training Well, program. do you know what? I think I pulled another, like, like move, like another hustler move. Where really? You did? <laughs> I had a family another friend. Yeah. I had a family friend that offered to, like, interview me a little bit. And they just, you know, it's not like he could give me the job. Like, I, there was rounds and rounds, as you know. Yes. Like, yeah. it was not a, like, thing that anyone was just given. But I think I got a reco from, like, a high up in, like... That was like high enough and veteran enough there that like it, it I think it helped. It mattered. Yeah, I think it helps. Well, okay, so in Bev. <laughs> so I got that job, sorry. I hate you. Yeah, you probably took the job from me. Maybe, no, maybe, yeah. Um, girl power. <laughs> <laughs> that was like pre the girl movement. You know? Yeah, yeah. That was back in the day. We're, we're sadly we are fifteen plus years out of school. Yeah, that's it feels crazy. like yesterday and I'm like, oh man, we're we're actually old. Um, okay, so you did in Bev. I did InBev, and then I did it for six months, and it was like they paid for me to basically travel the world yeah. and learn about everything from the bottom up of InBev, from right. like driving trucks to like meeting the prime minister of Belgium kind of thing. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. So it was fun, and I learned a lot, but I also learned that I didn't really want to be in a bigger org, and I really wanted to go to New York, and it was looking like I would never get there through there. Interestingly, like years later, a few years later, they moved like their entire head office right. after... Um, Anheuser-Busch, like, and then merged, and InBev merged. I remember that. Um, so I was like, I guess I could have got here eventually, but I wanted to be in New York. So, like, I did a really bad move that I wouldn't recommend where I got a job almost, like, over the holidays, like Christmas holidays. Yeah. <laughs> and then I left a note for my boss, and I was like, I'm sorry, like, I'm gone. <laughs> oh, and then by the time she got it and called me, I was already in New York and I had like a new job. And that's like, that was probably not great. But they also like flagged me as being like not a fit, you know? You, like we all kind of like it. didn't want me there. <laughs> and I was like, so I'm going to peace out respectfully and it's going to, you're going to stop spending money on me and you're probably going to be really happy because you don't know where you're going to put me anyways and what to do with me in the end. Can so. I tell you something? When I, so I, what you did in InBev, I did at BCG. I mm. went for like six months to their UK office. Right. Um, and it was more of like, so uh, you're not doing the best. <laughs> I'm like, I really don't like this. Like this is. Right. It's, sorry, it's not that I don't like it. I just didn't, I don't know if it was, you know when you don't fit? 
Yeah. Like all of a sudden, like work. Well, like why are you work. there? And we were just learning. I was like, why am I in school? Yeah. Like I don't want. I got so many of the same presentations. Yeah. You I know, like it's a great program. It yeah. is a great program, and it's like amazing if you get that job. So no, not knocking the experience, but also and not, not a great. Yeah. Don't like do what I did. Like, it's not a great way to leave anything. Um, Especially yes. when they've invested in you, especially as a business owner later, you're like, that was such a dick move. Like, you're such an asshole. But, um, but yeah, I bowed out. That's I was right. like, yeah. So at, I left. at some point, you got to do what's, yeah. what you think is right for you. It was you, good right? for like, everyone. Yeah. You have to and I have friends that are still there. They're like, they went up through the system and like got good jobs and did good things. I have so. one friend there. Yeah. yeah. A mutual friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> So it's I'm pretty good. sure I mean, he like great. runs the show now. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. they're good to you. Like it's a good place. So it's like a good. It's a good place to go up. Like in a, in your career through a company like that. So does InBev make the beer we're drinking? Um, Heineken? No, I don't think so. Oh wow, so we suck. No. Yeah, sorry, InBev. <laughs> sorry. Um, okay, so you go to New York. What was the job? My friend hooked me up with this job at Oddcast, which is funny now because at the time it felt really nerdy, but it's like all avatar stuff, like things that are now like Snapchat filters and like other things that like talk or animation that would talk like to your voice and stuff. But or do you know what Elf Elf Yourself? Do you know what Elf Yourself is? Uh, I don't, but I'm also like not the person that was. <laughs> this is so old. I mean, we're talking like 2000. Oh yeah. And seven. No, that's 2008. Like deep into the real estate world by then. <laughs> But okay. it was yeah. I worked at I worked in business at this company selling like avatars. Okay. <laughs> and went in some way, but we had like partnerships with like Alicia Keys and some cool people. Like it was cool stuff. Did you? Meet but them? also really nerdy. Did you no. meet the artist? No. no. Yeah. no. Behind the scenes. <laughs> we yeah. just made like a drawing, a drawing of her and some and made it talk to oh, her voice and. That's cute. You could like engage with fans with it. Okay. Yeah. So you do that. <laughs> And you now you're now in like the media realm, right? Yeah, like so I'm kind of in the tech world. Right. I'm in the tech world. And tech I'm, world. Yeah. Okay. But I but then I my whole so my roommate and I are in New York. An old friend of mine for a really long time. We're in Brooklyn, in Williamsburg, and we both work together because she got me this job. <laughs> and one day they come in and they're just like, everyone's gone. Like we're laying off this whole thing. It's like six months into being in New York. So I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I was like, shit, like, I think I just gave up something really great, obviously, that we know is going to lead somewhere really good. Right. And then I got laid off in, like, six Pure months. stability <laughs> to, like, the... And we lived together, so we just signed a lease in, like, Williamsburg, which was, like, um, a very, still at the time, expensive place. So, right. so you were sweating. <laughs> I was like, fuck. You were sweating? I was sweating, yeah, a little bit. I, I ended up getting a job um, shortly after at an agency, like a video, like pre-roll stuff, like okay. distribution. Not pre-roll of the cannabis thing. No, the, <laughs> the videos. Also, also yeah, so mind. I was at Tremor Video, which is now Tremor Video, it was Tremor Media, and I was one of the earlier like group of employees, and they're public now, they went public eventually. Okay. And I was there, I'm an account manager for a few years, like managing big ad campaigns. And I, but at one point I did something that's very like 2020, which but is? I did it a long time ago, which is I negotiated to work from home hundred percent. Oh really? Yeah. That's so I a- got like a, <laughs> I got a Wi-Fi card on my PC that they gave me. And so I was like playing tennis in Miami. I spent like two months. I did like a, like a apartment swap. Yeah. Like hustling. Oh, yeah. So we like traded um our apartment in manhattan for this two-bedroom condo in south beach for two months Amazing. and i just worked from there and no one even knew 
that I, I left New York. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I was like, and, and at first everyone was like, oh, you're like, you know, getting away with something. That was the, you'd have these looks and I just knew like they were upset. But then also when I was away, they like didn't, it's like, it, they didn't see me coming in later, earlier, whatever, you know? Right. And I just did my work and it got done. And when they, when I finally left, after I did two years of that, I was like, I was like, I'm leaving. And then I did like two years of that. Did you leave properly? No, for sure. Like they were like asking me to stay and oh, I gave okay. them like literally two years. Like yeah. I gave you two extra years, like work from home. That was my condition if I stayed was like working from home. Cause I quit basically to like do a startup thing. And I was like, I guess I can just keep doing the startup and like was you know, it keep doing the startup? that. Not what I'm in now, no. Not visual? No, no, no okay. something else. Okay. I want to get to that. Like, that's yeah. the nut. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, but that was the thing in terms of like, at the time it was like getting to work for home was, it was awesome. And when they ended up replacing me, they hired two people to replace me in that job. And I was like, so work from home is like, yeah. you can do a lot. You can, especially if you love it. When you don't have to like play into the politics of talking to people and like hanging out. You probably out had like <laughs> guilt from being in the sun while everybody's in New York. At first, I was, you know, but, but so yeah. work extra hard. <laughs> Okay. So but yeah, later, 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 later. I'll skip through, but I like I did. E I was at eBay for a couple years. Could you like chronology of the job? So InBev, the the tech company, yeah. and then uh, this now media company. Yeah. And then I had a startup, a small startup, start for a couple years. Doing. It was like we had a website that basically aggregated all these different blogs at the time because like blogs were really big. Okay. Um, on social, and so, and then we, like, did agency work, you know, like, we would get freelancers and make, like, campaigns and stuff, so similar kind of to what I do now, but, but not, not quite, a, yeah. Okay, and then, so It was with that. a friend that I lost my job with that day, and we, like, lost our, like, we were like, are we going to lose our apartments? We both got good jobs. She went to Digitas, like, okay. yes, we're doing good. Thank God. So we, and then, but we had that, we just fought, we bickered. We were, like, really not good partners in business, even though we were starting to build some momentum, we are like... I need to leave this to be friends. Too. Yeah, but that's like yeah. identifying that is early on, so that you save. The it was hard. Yeah, is, it was is hard because we had like an office. We had like really like we left our jobs. We had right, like right. really invested and done a lot to like build this brand and like do this thing. And I'm like, it was a good decision. We both went off to like do really good jobs. I went to eBay for a couple of years and did like a very entrepreneurial thing within eBay. Okay, which was fun and, and kind of like a big start to like me figuring out how to manage a team and like manage a PL and like like truly truly like a big PL, you know right with a big team yeah so. so then ebay leads to so ebay didn't really lead to anything it was like eventually i left there to continue on my business but really what happened was vine led to something like social media led to okay a business this is what a, this is okay so <laughs> yeah. we got all the backstory got all the backstory that's how i got to new york is how yeah. i did all the things fun but, stuff but there's stuff to pull from that like okay one you took a very unorthodox path an unorthodox path to even just get to business school and then post business school we i don't like yeah. you did a business businessy job businessy first, kind so, of, yeah, yeah. Business, <laughs> that's a word <laughs> for like six months right uh and then you you branched out on your own. And uh, honestly, out of everybody that we went to school with, which was like my first base of like business, right. business people, people yeah. <laughs> uh, you were the first to go. Like you, like you. I think me and Craig. Craig was like we were both like 
Craig did starting. BCG. We were starting, but but in, even in business school, we were both like ideating on yeah. stuff. You know, he is so entrepreneurial. But he like he he definitely like got in there, got it, sold it. Like yeah. I was like, He's okay, good. cool, yeah, good, good job, good job. Yeah. Shout out to Craig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheers to you. <laughs> um, okay, so then you then vines. Tell me like the vines. Yeah, the so whole... so I was at eBay. I had a nice job, felt good, comfy. My girlfriend at the time, who's now my still like business partner, but no longer my girlfriend, um, although we were together for a long time. Um, she was a photographer. She did like fashion, portrait photography, and the fashion world is tough. Like it's not like an easy place to make money. It's like very like clicky and like tough right. to get in. Yeah. And it's a lot of favors and like free work, really, in the end, like that people are doing. Um, to get like that one big hit. To just like do, to get started, you know, in that industry. And she was just getting burnt out on it and was like, maybe I'll like go into something totally different. And she was like, I'm gonna travel. I'm gonna, I was like, I have a good job. Why don't you just like travel, figure out what you wanna do in life, right. and like not like, you know, worry about it, cause mm -hmm. we're like in a good place. And we were in Brooklyn and like, um, Vine had come out and I was like, you should go on Vine. It was like 2013, February, 2013. We were like on vacation and she's like, okay, I'll start like making these things and like had no idea like what it was. Um, and then she, she has like a very strong, like visual, like taste. Like she's just very good at creative and making things look very nice and nice. like feminine and beautiful. Okay. Um, and commercial, like just commercial. And so she started like tinkering on Vine and started growing this like insane following. Like at some, at some points in Vine, she was getting like 5,000 followers a day. Wow. Like day. That's big, especially <laughs> like, back then. Like that's It was crazy. Massive. Like, well, there was no native video. So there's no video that you know on, that's on Instagram. There was no paid ads on any of these platforms yet. There was like nothing. The only thing was YouTube, putting YouTube on Facebook and then Vine, which was right. six seconds, which Twitter bought like really, really early. Right. Um, from a few founders and they kind of like stumbled on this thing but you couldn't buy any ads on vine and there was 40 million people on vine and we were hitting the like top page and gaining like all this like all these followers she's putting out these like kind of stop motiony artful things doing like tons of collaborations with all the top viners like um jerome jar and like rudy mancuso and um Nicholas McGallis and like all these like big people that had like you know millions of followers yeah. at this like 2013 days. Do those people still have followers on the other platforms now? Yeah, I mean like even like Sean Mendez is a Viner. Like, oh really? Yeah, Logan oh, wow. Paul, like Jake Paul, like those were Viners. I'm very into yeah. it. Like my kids have made me a Sean Mendez fan. Have you right. met Lyle Lyle Crocodile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My son's <laughs> really into it too. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm all over that. Yeah. <laughs> a few times. Yeah. A few times. Um, no, but there's tons of people that made like totally careers. Some people didn't, but like there's still people that are creators like on other platforms now doing similar stuff. Okay, so uh, Vine is picking up. You are you're now on like the top page. You're doing crazy collaborations with some equally famous people on Vine at the time. It's 2013. Yeah, we're hacking that system too. We're like, yeah, <laughs> I had like a certain you couldn't like upload things, you couldn't review anything. So we had like six iPhones at a time at certain points going, and like just like learning how to like hack literally the app so you could upload, even really? though you couldn't technically. But like we had backends that we knew about. Um, like all the Viners had like private groups where they were like talking about how to basically get to the top, you know, like how to like hack the system essentially to the yeah. top in whatever way that was, like by the type of content or like when you post it or how you're engaging. And 
but it was the wild, wild west. It was like a crazy, crazy time. Which I'm <laughs> thriving that, right? Like if, I think if there's an organized path, it makes the entrepreneurial people a little less comfortable because it's giving people a like path forward, right? Like most yeah. time when you, when you're wanting to create or you're wanting to like hack the system, you're actually looking for chaos, right? right? So that you can like, <laughs> yeah. like you know, well, we just knew where ahead. the views were, like the followers were, the brands like came quickly knocking to like get on board because they just want to get in front of all these people. And it was kind of the emergence of like this more authentic sharing of content on behalf of brands, like the influencer content creator market. Right. Um, and so like, and it was really, really fast. And the first, the first brand and agency that reached out was BBDO and Lowe's. And we did like kind of a famous campaign called the Lowe's Fix and Six, which were these six second vines shot on an iPhone five, literally yeah. like grainy now when you're looking at them. Um, it wasn't 4K? <laughs> no, yeah. Stop motion that were like how to's like how to like unclog a drain or how to like get rid of ants or how to clean your barbecue and like cute little things. Right. And no one had done anything like this. And we did 60 of these videos and we won like basically every advertising award that you can possibly win. We won a can lion for this like six second looping iPhone 5 video. Actually? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> And like literally 20, like over 20 awards, like major advertising awards. Like at, Megan was like in every magazine, like Wired, like Forbes, like New York Times, like every single person. Glamour had like a spread with her and all the Viners talking about like being like famous on the internet. You know, That's people funny. on the street were like recognizing these people. It was like a crazy fandom. Like streets were getting swarmed. Malls were getting swarmed Actually. by like literally by these guys just being like, not Megan, her, her face was like, we, we didn't have like our face, we were more like the art side and like the production side. And also we were like capitalizing on all these Viners audiences by like selling Revines and like, like 24 hour Revines. So now you're making money. So we made like a million dollars in like the first 12 months, basically doing this like assembly line of phones and other things and like either creators or other Viners making on our behalf or like we created a team like. Y using iPhone 5s. Using iPhone 5s, yeah. That's so good. <laughs> like so many, excuse me, like so many iPhone 5s. Probably some 4s in there even, I'm yeah. sure. Like at the oh, time, yeah. this was like 2013. But we moved on really quick. We started like doing actual like, you know, camera work. And I remember, um, I guess Dolce & Gabbana like was one of the other first like clients that came that wanted, that we, it was the first campaign that we did on a real camera, on a real camera. Okay. And we had already worked with like crazy brands already at this point, even YSL, like we had worked with their beauty line um, on Vine, but like we had shot everything on an iPhone up to this point um, on like small tabletops or like out in the world or whatever. Um, so we started doing on actual cameras and like literally I was like editing shit. Like I'm not like, I should not be editing things. Yeah. Like I, we had no, we kind of had no idea what we're doing, but we're like, this is for Dolce & Gabbana. It's going to be like in Europe for their stores. Like, with their lipsticks and their nail polishes. So crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, we have to like pull this together and make it look nice, you yeah. know? And I had like done so much research and I think Ivy like kind of gave me this platform to like charge these numbers that I think other artists maybe would be scared. And even I was scared to press send on like some estimates like for what we were doing. Right. And like so much so that like some people got pissed off that we were charging like so much money. Like Gawker, do you know Gawker yeah, know at the time? Like they're not around is. anymore, but yeah. they're like that 
garbage magazine that would like try to take people down and it was like kind of like a cancel culture magazine they were like pissed that this girl that megan my business partner was making like a thousand dollars a second on a six second vine you know i remember they were like oh she's like making money i'm like of course we yeah, are. yeah like i'm like what is the problem bro like i don't understand your point here but you're just okay so mad. year one of this like it's effectively an entrepreneurial venture like it's not yeah. even it's not the agency that it is now or had that started yet it's this is like how it was forming because megan was like i can't do it all these people are calling and i'm like you can't say no. I'm like, we're going to figure it out. All like, I was being our lawyer, our accountant, like doing like, you know, wearing a bunch of hats. We like hired people, like hired a team and immediately. And then we're like, we need a studio. We were like, even just operating out of our living room, (laughs) like the very beginning. And then we quickly got like a live work in the city in Manhattan and financial district right on like the seaport. And we had about 2,500 square feet loft, like beautiful loft knocked out a couple like bedrooms, told our landlord we're working out of here, but we're also living. Cause it was well beyond like what we could afford right. for rent. It was like $6,000 a month or something or $6,500 a month. Even like 2013, 2014, like, that's it was even lot. like a lot that's more. Like, that's like $50,000 <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> with inflation. Yeah. I don't know how much it is, but it's like, yeah, like it would be, it was a lot, but it was beautiful. And it had, we could kind of like, we had like a bedroom, a couple bedrooms and then, every, and then people were literally coming and working and we'd like put away, you know, we'd like live in this way. Like, Fold up the mercy Yeah, bed. kind yeah. of thing. Like, exactly. Like, don't go in that <laughs> yeah, room. Yeah. Like, kind of thing. But it lasted, like, six months. We're like, this is crazy. Like, we're, we're now, we need the space. We're getting busy. We have, like, ten people kind of crunched into this, like, right. work. So we moved out, but we kept the business there. We, like, moved into a place nearby. Um, and we hummed out of that studio for, like, a couple years. And then we moved into, like, a really nice 5,000 square, pe- square foot space in the Lower East Side. And, you know, customized that, like, built it out to spec, like, every wall, every outlet we, like, picked out. And that was really fun. And um, and the whole process of, like, you know, I mean, you're a real estate guy, so, yeah. you know, like, commercial real estate, like, you sign, you know, those are, like, you're signing a big lease. Like, it's, like, a five-year lease kind of thing. And there's no way out of them. Like, you have to No, sign it's, like, and it's, like, you know, good size overhead. We're in the city. It's, like, we have a whole floor, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, fifth floor. and You're doing it. I'm, like, do, I'm like we're going. And you're going, yeah. like, you know. And the name of the agency. Visual Country. Visual Country. We yeah. haven't set it up till now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess I said it very badly in my intro. Yes. I'm really, yeah, Visual Country. Okay, so year one, Visual Country does a million dollars in revenue off in of like vines. vines. Basically vines, yeah. Year two. <laughs> It was like, basically we had, I would say from year two on until like the massacre of COVID, we did about like two to two and a half million. And like, there were certain points where we started like really trying to grow the team. And we were like, okay, we're gonna get up to like 25 people, like full-time, you know, full-time, part-time, but mainly full-time really. And as a business owner, like, I don't know about you, but I was just like, there's a big jump once you get over 15 in people, like everything about it is just like, if you're in a low period, which I'm like project to project, I'm just like a big freelancer, right? essentially, like constantly it's, fishing for work. Every, every ad agency is basically that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, what, someone had like an agency of record or they'd be on a retainer of some kind, but like, we're very like high touch productions for these brands at this point where it's like kind of packages for like social paid social tv you know point of sale you're like digital like wherever you're you're living digitally right um we're creating stuff for them okay to arm them that's okay so then 
you do this from 2013 effectively until 2020. COVID happens. Yeah. So I'm still doing it. We're 10 years now. But yeah, but COVID That's was crazy. a huge bitch. Yeah. <laughs> On so many levels and like, and, yes, but from was. a business perspective, it was, it was definitely tough, but I applied for like PPP funding in the U.S., which was like a resource for us. We had something similar here. Yeah. Where I got two rounds relieved and it allowed me to like keep jobs and like keep us going. Cause I had, we couldn't even access the studio. I had this, I still had the studio in the city. Yeah. <laughs> in the Lower East Side. And I'm like, just burning money on it. <laughs> No one can go in it. I don't even know what's happening. Um, you know, so we focused, we refocused on, I just built up like two years of like trying to do these larger live action shoots. Like did a huge like international commercial for Neutrogena, like here in Toronto actually. Right. Oh, um, nice. Doing like print and video for them and like really being like, we're going to be cultivating this like big crew live action types of shoots and then COVID hits and everything's like tabletop and like indoors or like digital yeah. or not happening. Like some things just got like postponed or canceled. Like one time a client was looking at a job and, and during COVID and they were selling like so much meat. They were like a meat company. <laughs> They're selling so much meat. They're like, we don't need you anymore. I was like, cool. <laughs> like, good. Good for you. Um, I'm happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm glad that this is that this is a successful moment for you. I guess. Um, see you. Yeah. <laughs> when Let me cheer for you. From we're back, but it's just. I think it's like thrown a lot of vol volatility into the industry, and like, but it's like, but it's still. We're still, you know, creating great work. But it definitely like affected us. Okay. Um, for and sure. Now, what are you doing now? Why are you in Toronto? Because I'm, I'm, you basically, just to let people know, Amber wasn't going to do a podcast. She was coming over <laughs> here for lunch and I literally like set up everything and I'm like, yo, why don't we do a podcast right before we eat lunch? I'm very excited to chat and catch up in this manner. Um, <laughs> uh, plus we'll like or do, do something the for the younger versions of us that yeah. only had vines back in the day and right, right now right. have access to literally <laughs> like every form of education they can get. Yeah. Uh, so COVID hits and then we have these two lovely dolls yeah so like at the time it was like for a long time we would do you know if you're creative and you're trying to make a business out of being a creative you mm -hmm. have to basically spend a certain amount of your time on just making new work and it can't just like all be the work that you get paid to do because you need to like show them a little bit more than that and that's how you'll get like new people and new exciting work so we would invest like so much every year between any of our client stuff in, you know, shorts for like social. It's all, also how you can get on social, like right. to build a following there because we have sizable followings on all these things. Um, and so I was, but I, it, there was all these one-offs, you know, like it wasn't anything that was sustaining or like continuing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we wouldn't even get finished it because it's like we'd get onto a work client work would come and we'd be like all right bye and then yeah, like it, eh? you know you get halfway through this thing where like 10 people were working on it for five days and you're like shit and then you like never come back to it yeah um so it's just a little bit of a waste so I was like trying to like figure out a solution for that just overall um and so I was looking at like two different options at the time the one was like a live action comedy with like upcoming comedians doing somewhat improv stuff okay and around this concept. And then the other was like, I always wanted to make like characters that moved. Cause we did stop motion, but we didn't really do like what a lot of people think of, you know, claymation or character animation. Right. Um, but I've always wanted to do it, but we'd never done it. It's a huge undertaking. Like I know I like, this is huge like yeah. to do. 
And then COVID hit, and I was like, oh, well, I guess that choice is obvious. Um, what, like uh, <laughs> turning a negative into a positive. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So I went like hardcore on it and became kind of obsessed with not like a really a clear indication of where I was going with it, but I'm like, I'll make this character based on my son. And I learned how to like make armatures and make like silicone and resin molds and things Crazy. and all these weird things. Um, the internet, the internet COVID, is yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the internet is such a wild place where you can basically become like anything you want. I wouldn't advise it for all professions, but definitely if you're making puppets, I think it's <laughs> fair game. You could do uh, it. You, you could do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. So you now have this uh, this character. Okay, so let's... I had this character and I had like no client work because, but I got like some funding through the government, like in Sizable because I had a pretty good payroll that they were basing it off of because it was like two and a half times, um, like two and a half months of payroll is what you got basically. Oh, okay. Um, so like, I think collectively I got like $340,000 or something not, for like two not, rounds. Not nothing. Not nothing. Yeah. yeah. And so we had to like obviously prove that you like put it back into people <laughs> and, and jobs, which I did, which is why I also got them cleared, which was lovely. Um, and it was in some ways like they became like my first investor in this show because I had nothing else to do. So I was like gave it to one of my animators and on my team. And I was like, what can like let's make him dance and do become like a TikToker. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that like morphed pretty quickly in, cause I was like, and maybe people don't actually care that much about dancing and TikTok cause it's like the trends are so quick, you right, know, on social yeah. and social media. If, if stop motion is anything, <laughs> it is not quick. Um, so I started like kind of really like aligning myself onto how to create this into something bigger, um, and with more strategy and like thought behind it. Cause I'm like pumping like lots of money. Yeah. Like hundred yeah just lots of money ahead. just say it just say the number i mean i've probably put in easily around a million dollars of my own money through like resources and time and people Up like over point. yeah because it's been like three and a half years yeah just 12 if you think of like stop motion as like a rough estimate of like a thousand a second right roughly right um, and, how long are these and i have 12 minutes of animation total right <laughs> over okay. all this time yeah I mean, you can do quick math, and it's like, I think that's 600000 right there. So, yeah. like... I can't do quick math, yeah. but yeah, that's... <laughs> it's like something like that. Ivy, yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's like 60000 a minute. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, that's it's more... Crazy. So, it's seven twenty. So, it'd be like 720000 That's nuts. <laughs> I'm just, like, creating that, those seconds, you know? I'm like, I'm in, okay, you know? But it's, in. like, also, it's, like, time in between. So, like, some of that is going to be, like, sunk costs, like, no matter what. Like, as a business owner, it's, like, operationally... It's and, like perishable, you know. And there's time. a learning process, right? Like, oh, tons, you don't come out tons. of this. You're like, I'm gonna become like a these weren't puppet born maker. in a day, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Like this took like months and like so much time and labor and definitely a labor of love and like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, like I yeah. So it's been so now you silly. have <laughs> so you have this twelve minutes of basically stop motion cartoony episodes. Yeah. Um, like and 10 second episodes, 15 second, 30 second episodes. Fine. That's pretty <laughs> much. Clips. Yeah. That's, that's a kid's attention span. If I can get my kid to watch something for 30 seconds, I'm winning. So. Yeah. Episodes is like a, is a loose term there, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's still shorts. COVID happens. You decide to take up puppet making. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is like such a nerdy way to yeah, say yeah, that, yeah. but yes. Yeah. <laughs> I took uh, up puppet making. Yeah. And then, and then you turn it into a I'm trying a to turn career. it into a business. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like trying to figure basically like, it's like, why am I here? I'm here to. In Toronto. Why are in you Toronto. in Toronto? Yes. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to 
sell the show now. So I'm like, I kind of like figured out a little bit how to sell the show. Right. Like I got some some pieces. I still have, I would say, many pieces left to figure out in, in its entirety. But I'm like, it's a very slow process. But I've been working on now less than a year. But I've been like, you know, put my deck together, going out, doing the rounds with the networks and right. like other people in the industry, getting advice, getting feedback, seeing who might be like, you know, who, who can I like pique their interest in maybe coming on board in some way to like help finance this and um, this what is my cheap. strategy? This it's not cheap. cheap. No, yeah. A second. <laughs> it's the, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like you need like for, let's say a season, right? Like let's say you're doing for me, I'm estimating that my season of like 11 minute, 20, 20 11 minute episodes yeah. would be about 10 million. Which is eight, like, like eight. If I really like really squeezed it out, like, <laughs> In a ch I don't even know, you it, know, like there's probably so many things I don't even know. So 10, 10, I could give me 10 million. I'll give you a, a season. <laughs> but in the world of TV, that's not a lot. I think it's like for kids, I think it's on the higher end of things, but I don't think it's like the most like outrageous thing. Like, yeah. give me a, like compare it to something that like how much does an episode of Paw Patrol Honestly, I have no idea, but I'm sure it's pretty high, like, at this point. Yeah, Ryder's got a lot of toys. Yeah, <laughs> but they're paying for it, like, no props um, yeah. with with what they got going on there. But um, I think they're, like, a billion-dollar-a-year brand at this point. The, yeah. And this, <laughs> like, I've seen this. I've seen the, the, the like, the shorts that you show me and the yeah. ones that are online, and it's it, it has, like, it, it looks like everything else it that, looks, like, like, it, it, looks it looks professional. Good. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, this is crazy. We're good at it. We're good at what we do. Listen, when you become <laughs> a billionaire, yeah, and right, you have a right. Episode, I want to come back and be like, oh, right, remember right. this? Remember? <laughs> yeah, this time. But I think that's like it's interesting around like the idea of like wanting to be a billionaire because like I think there's also merit in just wanting to be like have like something that feels steady and good and like sizable, and you don't have to be like I don't need to be a Paw Patrol to feel like really happy and successful in the show. I mean, that would be obviously lovely. Yes, of course. But like more, more money, more problems too. Like, and you know, people managing and like the size of what those things start to become. Like, it's like, I don't know, there's something for me, like at least I do like being in a little bit in the hands of it. But right. at some point, I know I'm going to have to like let go a little. Uh, that's like the <laughs> entrepreneurial. Yeah. Like, is fallacy the right word? Where right. it's like you, it takes an entrepreneur to get it from zero to one, but to go from one to a hundred or from 10 mm. to a hundred, it. You just it, need more people. Also, it requires like it, the things that you're probably good at, which is like creativity, entrepreneurial, like nature, and right. uh, like turns into structure and rigidity and like, right. you know, meetings upon meetings upon meetings, which are needed. Right. Um, but. It's like you just don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and you kind of need people to come in and help you, like, fill in all those gaps and make it happen because it takes, like, a whole team, like a village, you know, to, it, like, uh, to build it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of, like, figuring out who's my village. Like, how can I get a little a little mini village in, on board with, like, bringing this vision to life? So it's still something that we're, like, doing in between all the client works. We're still doing all the brand work, and we have exciting brand work that we're working on. Amazing. And making like fun, um, you know, live action, stop motion, 2D animation stuff for brands, like big brands. Um, but this is like something that's been really fun and kind of ridiculous to keep at. And in a way, I'd love to have for me, like within us, 
an animation umbrella that's like developing. I have another kids show that's like a dinosaur show <laughs> called Dino Elementary that's like 2D animation. Oh, really? Um, for like four to six, same thing, like four to six. Yeah. And it's like if dinosaurs modernized and like went to school and like and you know they do all a lot of the things that we do, but it's like dino centric. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. I, I'm. Like as a father of three, yeah. I, I know the obsession with dinosaurs. dinosaurs. They're crazy. Yeah, and I got dinohigh.com as a domain, and I was like, who gets an eight-letter, like real-world, like real-word kind right. of like domain in twenty twenty-three? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Dinohigh. Dino I got yeah. like so much potential with this domain, but I have like you know I got all the domains, and I was like, I think I haven't got that far in development because it's like there's just so much to do, but high level conceptually that's like kind of where and I have drawings and these like cute like you that's know wicked. they wear clothes and well listen things. I I encourage everybody to go check out where can people see Benny and his yeah adventures? so Benny's mini world is our Statmo show project right. on Instagram okay um, and visual country on like all the platforms and our website is where you could see like our commercial work and what we're doing there wicked wicked yeah uh, and I'm a little criminal. You're a little criminal. A little criminal, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I want to like switch over into just like I like to give general advice to right. people that are like us that kind of feel like they're doing the entrepreneurial thing on their yeah. own, trying to make the dream come true. Trying to make a dream come true. <laughs> uh, first question is, what advice do you give your 20 year old self? Like we're coming mm. out of school with what you know now and for the people that are watching right. like what what advice do you give that person that doesn't feel or that isn't a job or doesn't want a job I liked your your um saying earlier and it's something we've adopted into Benny's mini world which is the like make uh, like practice makes progress not yeah. like oh, practice progress makes, not perfection not perfection yeah. yeah like and I think that there's there's the root of that is like getting don't let your like revisions of something get in the way of just getting it fucking out in the world. Because right. like, and I learned that early from Megan, my business partner, which is like, she would send sometimes these like creative proposals to like huge brands and agencies that I was like, this is ridiculous. Like this email is like stream of consciousness. It's not even formatted and you're <laughs> going to send this. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like some photos and whatever. And they're like, I love it. We're into it. And I was like, oh my God, if I could just take a little structure to like what you're doing, yeah. you know, but on the opposite side, I would hum and haw on that idea for so long. It might never get sent, you right. know, and the th and it might get sent that I like lost the worm, so to speak, because mm -hmm. I haven't like gotten in their inbox. I haven't got them like into the conversation, moving it on, like getting excited. It looks like everything else they've ever seen. And it's not even that. It's just that like I'm late, like or I didn't do it because I spent so much time like trying to like make it great. Right. You know, and like and Mr. Beast, if you're like into social yes. and stuff, talks to is like your first videos aren't going to get views. Like just make keep making like make them. You learn. Keep going. You know, yeah. like my advice to anyone is if you have an idea around a business like Groupon started because they instead of building this whole like back end because they raised so much money and it wasn't working. They needed to pivot into something. They literally went to the pizza store downstairs and said, hey, like, can we do a deal with you? A, a Groupon, a coupon. Yeah. And they printed it on a PDF, like a digital PDF, and they sent it to like 100 people and like tested out this theory and basically like pivoted on like no tech. Like you don't need tech. You just need to like prove 
that an idea works, right? You don't need to scale an idea. It doesn't have to be a perfect idea. For sure. Just like start doing whatever it is. You don't, like, I didn't know what I'm doing. I still haven't sold it. Maybe I'll just keep burning money into like puppets, apparently. I bet you but... won't. I bet this has a happy ending. <laughs> Knowing it's you. Like, yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, Vine, like all these things, like, it's just, it's putting yourself out there. You right. know, the podcast, it's like, it's getting past episode three. It's like, it's yeah. keep going. Like, you just got to keep going. And like, put in the time. <laughs> like every time I, I don't naturally want, well, now I'm actually starting to get used to it. But the first time that somebody's like, if you ever want to promote your brand and you right. want to be into like, so I, I do this stuff, uh, like my, my not benevolent reasons for doing podcasts is that eventually I want to become like a serial equity raiser, right? Like right. I, all of real estate projects require right. tons of money. Right. Any project requires right. tons of money. So like, yeah. And it's uh, all about people. Yeah, and I, I really <laughs> hate asking institutions for capital when right. I'd write, I'd like to go directly to source. Right. Uh, but so you need to build a following. Yeah. First time somebody's like, okay, then you need to be on camera. Yeah, you I'm do. Like, you have to talk. Yeah, I'm like, you have I to talk. Hate being on camera. I know, yeah, I dude. Like, I totally get it. So uncomfortable. I've gotten to like episode three, and I can't get past it because I'm just like in my head, yeah. you know, and I'm like psyching myself up, and I'm so worried about what someone might think, or I'm not going to say the right thing, or I'm going to be like. You know, whatever it is. But the reality is, like, people watch. Yes. They watch the videos. Yeah. Even if they don't admit to it, <laughs> they do. They watch your videos. And then more people watch that you don't know. And more people, more people. And it all builds momentum. And you got to, like, you know, you got to collab. You got to get out into other people's audiences. Totally. And, yeah, following of any industry. This is what we're doing right <laughs> we're now. Doing, yeah. doing a little collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you need to get in front of new people and you just need to like create work or create some progress of like whatever idea you have, get it in front of people, get feedback. You're going to know if they like it. Like I had the first pitch that I pitched for like networks and I got like some really great no's, like hot no's, like no's that like, <laughs> you know, I'd love a yes yeah. from some of these people. But I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> like. I'll take it. I got, I got a You're shot, you know? Yeah. You're in the room. And like what I pitched them was just like, I learned quickly from the feedback that I got that it was just like not what at the end of the day, what the networks wanted. And it wasn't far off from like what I still have, but it needed to be like, I needed to throw out a couple things and like rewrite some stuff under the same framework. Everything looks the same. Like a whole bunch of stuff is the same. Right. But it's like, it needed a rewrite. And now I'm going back and, you know, I took a break, you know, you don't want to like burn your first impressions and stuff. Okay. with these people because like but at the same time you do want to like get feedback and sometimes early is fine like that you can get a good yes or no that can put you on a better path to get a better yes like to get a yes later and you know what you can even come back to those no's too and like with new stuff you know i'll give you a, i'll give you so like that i'll give you an example from my world uh, i'm trying to do something that i haven't done before and that most people don't try to do without right. like family wealth right uh i'm trying to start like a development firm like a, i'm trying to build condos for a living and right. that requires a ton of capital because right. banks are lending you hundreds of millions of dollars to right. build these things right so the first time i walked into a bank they're like that's great that you think you can do this but right. like you have absolutely no experience right that, you know and like yeah. we need this 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 and this um but in their no they told me the what formula to they need yeah. for yes. They wrote the path for you. Yeah. Now I'm you like, just got to like, do the path. I'm like, done. Like, You're you like, want me to go get that? oh, I just got to do these things? Yeah. I can do these things. I got this. Like, Thanks for telling in, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be back in six months. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, like, that's the thing is, like, you kind of, like, 
a lot of the puzzle is like unveiling the pieces from like the people that know it. Cause like the puzzles out there, right? Like the yeah. finished puzzles out there are like sure. how to make it work. And maybe some ideas are not good ideas. Some ideas are good ideas, like better ideas. I don't know. But like, I think that typically with anything, if you give it enough time, it will like build some momentum, but you can also like, if you keep, you know, you can, you got to get it out there to hear what people want and what they think. And be ready for the no. Like yes. You can't just hear no and be like, ah, I suck, I'm out. It's depressing. You know, it's <laughs> it's it so really hard. Really I got a couple of no's that like literally broke my heart and I had a few weeks of like, you know, I, mourning I, the loss of that. That's a good word. Like you <laughs> like, do, you go through mourning. Yeah. You're like, I'm, you're like. That opportunity, like the dream and like, yeah. and whatever quick, like, you know, you obviously you take everything with a grain of salt. It's not like I'm thinking anyone's walking into a room and like giving me $10 million. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. You've never done this before. Love cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's, you make cute little ads for brands. I love this, but like, here's, here's 10 million. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, like you do, if someone gets excited about what you're doing, you do get excited about the potential of being able to continue to do it with them, especially if there's someone that's like historically done cool things, For you sure. know, you're like, I want to do that too. Do it with me. <laughs> Pick me. Um, okay. Uh, we can cut this part out if you don't want, but, yeah. uh, you are part of the LGBTQ plus community. I am, yeah. Uh, very gay. Very gay. Yeah. <laughs> very gay. <laughs> I gotta, I'd say the right one first. Uh, did that hinder or did that have any role to play whatsoever in your success or um, the path to your success? I wouldn't say so. I came out like pretty late in life. Like I was 24, which to some people now, especially is like later. Um, I thought you did it like when you told that, I was like, oh, you're like, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was straight during Ivy. So Were that's... Were you though? Like, I mean, fourth, like, like the, I don't know. Was I ever straight? No, exactly. Like, yeah. look at me. Come on. Like, well, right. <laughs> like right. people look twice when I go into the washroom. It's like, just, it's not even, I'm like almost not offended. Sometimes it's just like reflex because they yeah. just are confused, but you, you know? <laughs> but you, like you had... I had not, long hair had and long, stuff. Long yeah. hair when, yeah, when I was when very was straight Ivy. passing, but just like tomboy looking. Yeah, that's right. Confusing. That was, that was <laughs> like, good. But everyone knew but me, so yeah, it's like just one of those things. It's just one of those things. I mean, like when you go to New York, I watched. This is my coming out story. I watched um, a really B-level movie with Heather Graham. Um, fuck, what is it called? I can't even remember what it's called. And she is, she kisses her brother's fiance for the first time. It's the first time she kissed a girl and she realizes she's gay. And I watched this um, movie and I was like in New York and I'm like, am I fucking gay? Like, am I gay? <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to a club and with my friends and they like really got me. Like they like, it was like high school dance or like even elementary school dancing. We're like, everyone, they're like, go dance together. With like, you know, like oh, with like a girl, like go like talk together. Okay. Like talk yeah. together. And I like kissed a girl for the first time. I was like 24 in New York. And I learned two things about girls in that moment. One, um, girls have small lips. <laughs> I was like, your lips are so much smaller than men. Because I'd only kissed men at that point. Okay. And I was like, I'm very gay. <laughs> like, this is, I also like these small lips. I yeah. also like these small yeah. lips. Please give me more small lips. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, very cool. So but no, I don't think we mind. did. We do have like, we have had at various times had like, qualifications around organize or there's organizations that are if you're lgbt or female owned and a lot of the agencies do and brands have quotas around like um you know small business 
minority or LGBT or other like things of that nature where you can get like actually certifi- certified in those, which I have previously. Okay. Cool. But I didn't, I don't know. I don't want to like, sh- I like those organizations, so I don't want to say, but I didn't like, I didn't see like a lot of business from it. Mm-hmm specifically it's like a a tag but like i think it's like they but people know and they and they might check a box somewhere that i don't even realize and like you know it's just not like a spoken yeah they're not like oh you're gay great (laughs) like now's this job for you maybe it's like yeah here's that 10 million (laughs) dollars yeah yeah but certainly as being a female i think more so is like it's there's still toughness even as like a gay lesbian that i get called like a bulldog or like something sometimes by like men where it's like because I'll be, like, you know, more aggressive on pricing or, like, or mm-hmm. negotiating. Um, yeah. And at the time that That's I was doing our legal work, which I don't do anymore, thankfully, um, you know, like, I would push back on things and, for like, sure. fight for stuff. And But, but I, I would argue that probably had more to do with your schooling because we knew totally we knew that's the thing we got the we got the puzzles they gave us that's what i mean it gives you a little they're like oh this might have to do okay yeah yeah. uh (laughs) more money please (laughs) (laughs) no add a zero yeah exactly um okay wicked um and then my last question i guess before we kind of wrap it up is uh yeah what advice do you give entrepreneurs in today's day and age? Like we, thankfully we have both achieved success. Yeah. I would argue that your success is greater than mine. Definitely not. I'm in your house right now. (laughs) I'm very aware of. No, no, no. But like, but yeah, like listen, it's beautiful by the way. I love it. I'm very proud of you. I'm so excited for you. you. Like I get, I get to like share in your success, but that's a two way street, right? Like you, you've achieved a level or a type of success Mm -hmm. that I dream of which right. is like notoriety and like right. the followers and the this and the that. It's the, the social. That's yeah. the, it's the Hollywood. That's the Hollywood. It's the Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to come make movies with me, Jasmine? Yeah, <laughs> well, let's good. go. Yeah. <laughs> Collabs. Want to go Hollywood? Um, so what advice do you have to somebody that is doing it now? Social. Just Trying to grow like in social anything, or anything, anything or anything any- that like, like, like parting words for the people that listen to this and they're like, okay, man, like, I love what she's about. I want to know. Yeah. I want to be like her, whatever it is. Like, like what, what is that? Like, yeah. I think it's like, you know, it is getting, it's putting yourself out there and that's such a dumb cliche to say, but it's like, I'm really shy and I don't like, I, I would love to just type something out, <laughs> you know, and like sit behind a text or something like that. But like. It's if it feels like it's a hard thing for you to do, it's probably the thing you need to be doing the most. <laughs> That's actually a great piece of advice. <laughs> so. um, well, listen, thank you so much for stopping by. I promise I will feed you before you. Oh, leave. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to check out Amber's work, you can go to Visual Country or you can check out Benny's. Say it again one more time for me. Benny's Mini World. Benny's Mini World. I think it's on all the platforms. It's on Instagram. We're going to launch on YouTube soon okay. for the kiddos. Wicked. Instagram is very like all ages, yes. fun, shorts. YouTube kids? Eventually, you, yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. Yeah. I have that too. Yeah. yeah. Three um, kids. You know. Um, and... Amber, I can't thank you enough for taking thank the time. You. It was just so much fun. Hopefully this wasn't like... I, I love are, this. I'm are, like, bring me back. <laughs> Let's keep talking. Yeah. Uh, we are like behind the scenes people, but uh, it's good for us to be to get out of our comfort zone. And hopefully yeah. we provided some like knowledge for for the masses that watch yeah. this, you know, all, yeah. all tens of them. All t- <laughs> they're going to... But that's the thing. It's like you just got to keep... 
keep going, you know, because there's value. There's interests like people will watch and more people and people that you don't know. And like, and yeah, there's some like things that you can do to like, you know, optimize or make it better or like use, you know, the hustle. How do you hack the system a little, you know? And it's harder now than it was. Um, But there's still like TikTok, I mean. I mean, I, I to that's, be honest, I do this for passion now. Yeah, I, I, that, those, but that's where the good stuff comes. Yeah, like the, I, the I, things I, that you're doing for fun. If I feel <laughs> like I, I, the camera, I know the cameras are recording. I actually think it's like it's not a good episode. It's yeah. When I have conversations like this and I forget and I'm just like Chilling. hitting the sheesh and like we're talking and having <laughs> a beer, like that to me is everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're the best. Thank Thanks, you so man. much. Thank you for having me. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Well, that's our episode for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, if you like this episode, your likes, shares, and subscriptions are greatly appreciated. Uh, to watch more full-length episodes, you can check out basamhanna.com. That's B-A-S-E-M-H-A-N-N-A.com. Or you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, Till next time, see you later. <laughs>